Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke AME Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at org. Now, get ready for the word. Oh, we worship you, God. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Thank you, God. God Almighty, Lord of glory, God, we worship you on this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Let your presence rest on us on this morning like to do. Lord, let your presence rest on our hearts. Let your presence rest on our spirits. Let your presence rest on our minds, our bodies. Lord, as we move forward today, God, we won't move without you. Have your way in this place, God. Let your almighty presence just rest on us today. Rest on this word, this rhema word, this right now on time word, God, that you are, are, have, are ready to share for your people. And God, as your messenger, let the words that comes from my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, God. We're broken. We're, we're nothing without you, Lord. You are our strength. You are our redeemer. And it's in your precious name we all say amen. Listen, St. Luke. Oh, man, it's been a powerful month. God has been speaking to us and through us on this month as doers of the work. Now, if this is your first Sunday, please, after this service, this broadcast, go back and hear what God has been sharing from week one to week four. Today, we are closing it. Oh, but we got something special on next month. Next month, we're introducing a new series. We're getting ready for our Harvest Fest. Yes, I'm going to talk more about Harvest Fest. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But Harvest Fest is coming in the last Sunday of October. Yes, we're gonna do we're gonna do our family and friends. We're we're gonna celebrate. We're gonna have a good time. But we also are preparing uh, our first fruits, uh, our, our, our sacrificial giving on next month. And so I really need you to be in prayer as to what God is going to place in your heart. Uh, We will uh, share more details uh, on next week as we start the new series and we prepare for our Harvest Fest on next month. My God, my God, let's get into the word. Let's get into the word. This word has been sitting heavy on my heart because I'm not only preaching to you, but I'm preaching to myself. I'll tell you, those are the words. I'll tell you, when God be like beating you up and hitting you in your gut, I'm telling you, this is one of the words that I really pray that will speak to your heart, speak to your spirit and speak to your mind and really encourage you to do. So let's get into the word. Let's get into the word. James chapter five, James chapter five. Uh, And we're going to start verses 13 and then we're going to read through verses 18 in the New Living Translation. It says this, verse 13, are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Thank you, Jesus. Are any of you sick? Mm. You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick 
and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. I'm going to say that verse again. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. And so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was was human as we are. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. My God, may the Lord add a blessing over the word. Saints, we are living in some tough times and difficult times. You know, I'm tired of watching the news or, you know, scrolling through social media. The news is just saturated with bad news. Today, I want to speak from the heart. I really want to speak from the heart. Every day there's something that's troubling us, that's creating disturbance in our spirit. And uh, I really feel like I have to stay away from the news because I feel so heavy after I'm dealing with so much of the news. So I want you to write on the chat right now, pray for me. Yes, right now, say it. Pray for me. Seriously, people be asking me all the time, what do you want, Pastor Amos? What do you want? You want a million dollars? Sure, sure. (laughs) Hey, Uh, do you want want, want a vacation? Yes, I need a vacation. (laughs) But seriously, what I want today from you is to pray for me. Yeah, as a husband, as a father, as your pastor, it's hard work. Day after day, night after night, it's hard work. This whole month we've been talking about doers of the work and and being doers of the work. And being doers, you can get tired, you can get weary, you can get discouraged. It's hard work. But prayer is key. Prayer is key to turning things around in your life today. I'm going to say that again. Prayer is key to turning things around in your life today. Many people are trying to find answers uh, in other things by creating these bad habits like unhealthy use of social media, you know, mining other folk business. You're trying to get distracted by minding other folks' business and those bad habits be overshadowing the fact that you're hurting. 
Yeah, you don't need those distractions. You don't need to be minding other people's business. You need prayer. Prayer is the key to shifting your thought process. The way you think over those situations that are troubling you, those sleepless nights, those unproductive days, depression hits you hard. Self-sabotage hits you hard. You're overthinking. You're isolated. You are troubled on every side. You are not sure who to turn to. You thought uh, you thought you had friends and and you, you, you thought you had people that uh, that kept saying, you know, call me anytime. Don't you hate that? You have people you are down and down and out and you have that one or a couple people say, call me anytime. And when you actually take them at their word, they're nowhere to be found. That's trifling. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Sometimes people can't find the right words to say. So they say, you know, reach out to me anytime. That's I guess that's the, the appropriate thing to say at the time. But honestly, when you actually follow up on them, they're not there. And that makes the situation worse. Mm. I, I find it troubling. I find it troubling when uh, uh, we try to deal with these hard situations and then you got friends and, and grieving and you're dealing and they're telling you, hey, you know, you have a shoulder to lean on and, and you know, but when you need that shoulder, they disappear. I get that you're trying to be nice. I get that you, you're trying to offer some good words, but uh, you uh, need to let, you need to really watch what you say. Remember what I said? Watch your mouth. <laughs> You know, but I need to tell you about someone who will be there when you need him. Someone who will answer you when you call. Someone who will love you when you need to be loved. Someone who will comfort you when you're feeling low. Someone who can mend your broken heart. Someone who can heal that depression. Someone who loves you unconditionally. Someone who is there for you even when you're not there for them. You see, that someone is Jesus. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there is no other. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the answer. Say his name, everybody, right now in the chat. Jesus, say it. Jesus, one more time. Jesus is the answer. Talk to him. Talk to Jesus. That's the solution. When you need answer, talk to him. When you can't figure it out, talk to Jesus. When you're about to do that thing you're not supposed to do, talk to Jesus. Come on, come on. Uh, uh, he will answer. He will hear your faintest cry. He will answer by and by. Talk to him. Pray. Seek his face. Turn from your wicked ways. Yeah, you failed. So what? You are knocked down. He will pick you up when you're down. You know our God can do the impossible. He can literally move mountains. He can do the impossible because he loves you so much. Talk to him. He will listen. Come on, come on. Give it a try today. Pray, 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 pray for me. Mm. Can I share uh, three things that I believe prayer brings to you? Yeah, three things that I believe prayer brings to you. First thing, prayer brings 
relief. Yes. All kinds of stress is running rampant on our lives these days, especially during this pandemic. We've been quarantined. We've been away from socializing. I know we're slowly getting back, but we spent over 18 months locked in our own confinement months, our very close loved ones or just by ourselves. And that has caused us stress now that we're trying to reacclimate into a social life, being out in public. You're getting a little antsy. You're getting a little anxious because you're not you're stressed. You're worried about catching this 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 covid 19 virus or the variants that's 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 wearing us out. And then, then, then we go home and listen to the news and deal with all the junk and the political stuff about being vaccinated versus unvaccinated or should we wear a mask or not wear a mask. You know, listen, I'm not wasting my time or energy arguing with folk concerning matters that can save lives. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. My response to them is pray for me. Yes, yeah, say it. Pray for me. <laughs> you know, James is saying in this test, he's asking in the text in verse 13 says, are you suffering uh, hardships? You should pray. So I'm asking that question. Are you suffering hardships? The Bible says you should pray. Because, yeah, life is hard. Life is wicked. Life is brutal. You know, are you self-aware enough to, to tell yourself that, you know what, I'm not okay. I, I'm a little... Are you self-aware? You know, it's important to be self-aware. Yes, I, I think I, that, that where I work at, uh, it's, it's an environment where they push self-awareness. Please be aware of yourself. And so uh, you have to be okay to saying that I am not okay. It's okay to not be okay. You can have a day or two. Yes, where you're not okay. I know we're used to being human and superhuman or super, try to be Superman. But yes, uh, we're more like Clark Kent. We're human. We have emotions. We have feelings. We're flesh. We get tired. We get weary. So it's okay to not be okay. You know, it's okay to deal with hardships. But the Bible says you should pray, pray, pray. You know, look what's going on in this Texas border. What's going on in Del Rio? Yes, with, with the Haitian immigrants. Um, you already know I, I am of Haitian descent. I am Haitian American. My dad was born in Haiti. And, in, uh, and, and I believe in the 60s, he had the opportunity to move our family to the United States. And so I have been fortunate to be a product of Haitian immigrants. My mom was born and raised in the Dominican Republic. And so that whole island, you know, I'm just mixed with both Haitian and Dominican. And so my parents moved in the 60s and in the 70s. Here I, you know, I, here I am born in America, first, first uh, 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 American born uh, in, in, in our family. So it, I, I, this whole Del Rio, Texas border thing really hits me a little hard a little bit because, you know, people are trying to uh, escape sufferings and hardships in Haiti. Uh, you, as you know, Haiti's been dealing with, it's been dumped with, 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 with crisis after crisis after crisis after crisis, turmoil, corruption, poverty, just natural disasters, not enough resources. It's just people are trying to escape the hardships 
and to see the suffering. So sometimes when you are, are, are about to complain, think about them. Think about those who want a better life. Think about those who were forced to return back to their impoverished and broken place they tried to escape from. Pray. Pray. Pray for them. Pray for me. Mm. You see, when you take time to go and pray for someone, it unlocks the Holy Spirit and it ignites a flame in your faith, believing that God will turn this around and it working for your good. You know, when you pray to God about a problem or a situation, when you take it to the Lord in prayer, just leave it there. It will bring relief. You're stressed out about that lab result. You're not sure if you're pre-diabetic or you're dealing with cancer or you're trying to find out if you have COVID or you got the flu or you're just trying to find out what's going on in your blood work. You're, you're worrying about it. Pray to the Father. Pray to Jesus. And I truly believe that you will experience relief. How many of us need relief today? How many of us really need relief in our lives today? First thing we need to do is prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer brings relief. Not Google, not WebMD, not what so-and-so said, not what's happening over there over at so-and-so's house or so-and-so's church. What God has for you is for you. So don't worry about that and what's going on over there and talk to Jesus. Talk to God and expect. Experience relief. My second point. Prayer brings release. Say it. Prayer brings release. So prayer brings relief. And now prayer brings relief. Speak those things that are not as though they were. Release it into the atmosphere. Release healing. Release financial breakthrough. Release restoration in relationships. Release God's miracle working power. Release a new season in your life. Release into the atmosphere. Hope, joy, peace, love, happiness. Release, release, release. Prayer releases God's power, which does its best work when we're weak. Prayer releases God's favor. Prayer releases God's angels to fight on your behalf. Lord, I can't fight no more. My hands are raise. I surrender. I relinquish all my will to surrender to your will. Prayer releases the desire to try to do it all on your own volition. Prayer brings release. That's why it's important to confess, which means to reveal. Yes, verse 16, that's what it says. James 5 verses 16 it says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I want God to release his healing power over my life today, over my family's life, over my church, over my job, over my school, over this city, over this seat, state, over this government, over this country. Release your power, God, over this world today. My God, then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Heal our land, Lord. Heal our land, God. First, we ought to humble ourselves. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Humble, sit 
down. Be humble, my God. Pray and seek the face of the Lord and turn from your wicked ways. Confess and repent and let God heal you in Jesus' name. Prayer is a release. Yes, prayer brings release. We need healing. Our world needs healing. It needs the healing power of God. And the only way we can access that healing power of God is through prayer, worship, and seeking the face of God. Prayer brings release. How many of us really want to experience that release today? Pray, 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 pray. I really want to experience that release. Thank you, Jesus. Because it leads to my final point. Prayer brings results. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. In the New Living Translation, it says, The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. The effectual fervent, the effectual fervent prayer of a people, a righteous person, has great power and it produces wonderful results. How many of us have prayed and seen results? Yes, how many you have taken it to the Lord? Say, Lord, heal my body, heal my family, make ways out of no way. How many times have you done that and he's done it? Prayer brings results. My God, my God, prayer brings results. So what are you waiting for? Pray, seek God's face earnestly, fervently. It will bring you relief, release, and results. James 5, 17 and 18, it says, Elijah was human as we are. And yet he, when he prayed earnestly that no rain will fall, <laughs> none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. God can literally do the impossible for you when you pray earnestly. Not just those empty prayers. It's got to be from the heart. It's got to be desperate. It's got to be, it's got to be indignant, <laughs> undignified, <laughs> wholeheartedly. It, it doesn't have to be a perfect prayer. It don't have to be a bunch of babbling or, or, or repeat. You remember, it just needs to be honest. It needs to be real. It needs to be earnest. God already knows your problems. Nothing is a surprise to him. Nothing is too shameful for him. Confess. Open up to him. Reveal your innermost desires. Be vulnerable in his presence. And watch him do the miraculous and supernatural in your life. So as doers of the work, we are faced with these hardships. We are faced with these trials. But we have hope today. We have a shepherd. We have Jesus who we can talk to. We can pray to. He will provide us relief, release, and we will experience and see the results. Pray for me as I pray for you. Are you suffering hardships? Mm, my God. 
Are any of you sick? <sighs> you know, I was mentioned to you that, you know, I know last week I mentioned that Pastor Jasmine is going to close our, our sermon series today. And unfortunately, she's not able to. You know why? Because uh, she's OK. She's not sick. But, uh, you know, after losing someone significant as your father, you need time. So as I'm saying, pray for me, pray for your pastor, Jasmine. She needs some time to heal. For many of you who've gone through the grieving process of losing a loved one, you know it's a very difficult process. I've gone through it twice over. I lost my mother when I was 19, and then about uh, nine years ago, I lost my father. So it's difficult. So pray for your pastor, Pastor Jasmine. She's going to take some time away to heal. I, as her husband, as her her, her co-laborer, I support her. I looked at her dead and not high and said, I love you and I want you to be whole. Go forth and go get healed. And I support her in getting herself some time to process this loss. This is a significant loss. Anybody who's gone through this knows how difficult it is. So pray for Pastor Jasmine. I know there's, there's, there's many prayer requests out there. If you want prayer today, put a simple request on the comment today. Say, Pastor, I need prayer for this. Yes, this is the time. Let's take some time to pray. Because prayer brings relief. Prayer brings release. And prayer brings results. So God, on today, we need your loving arms over your people. There are people out here suffering hardships. There's people out here are going through difficult times. God, we need your healing hands. We need your comforting spirit, Holy Spirit, to rest on your people today. People don't know where their help is going to come from, but your our help comes from you. So it's important that we ought to look up to the hills from whence cometh our help today. Many of us are downtrodden. Many of us are sad. Many of us are suffering in silence. And I want to speak to that person today. God hears you. God knows you. God loves you. So pray, speak to him, experience that relief, experience that release. And I guarantee you will experience that result. We believe it. We seal it with a praise. Hallelujah on today. Amen. 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 I'm praying for you. Pray for me today. y'all. pray for Pastor Jasmine. All our members, we've been praying for you. From our seniors to all our people who are dealing with things, we are praying for you as your pastors. But pray for your pastors. God is doing a work. He's doing a great work. The harvest is great. 
but the laborers are few. So we are praying for more laborers, workers, doers of the work as we transition to this next phase of ministry, next phase of life, next phase of moving forward. God, we pray that 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 God will make a way out of no way. God will send the help. God will make ways and and provide for us in times and he will speak to us. He will comfort us. He will sing over us in Jesus name. My God, I am so encouraged today. I feel relief. I feel the release today. I know that there's results because it's in God's hands. Hallelujah. 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 That concludes our sermon series. Now, before we move forward, I want to open the doors of the church today. I want to make an invitation for someone who may not know who Jesus is. We're talking about praying to Jesus and you, you, there's someone who may not know who to pray to. We want to offer Jesus to you today. Yes, he's the one that, that loves you, the one that went on the cross to die for you. Uh, today is your opportunity to accept him as your Lord and Savior. If you want this opportunity, can you repeat after me this prayer? Say, Lord, I am a sinner. Forgive me. I am sorry. I repent of all my wrongdoings, both word, thought, and through deeds. I acknowledge that you are my Lord and Savior, that you went to Calvary to die for me, but you got up with all power in your hands on that third day for me. I acknowledge you as my personal Lord and Savior. I confess that you are my Lord. You are my redeemer. And so today I can say that I am saved. I am saved and I am saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you said that prayer today, you are saved. You can pray. You can pray. You can pray to God and experience that relief, that release and see those results. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the Word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.